Hello, everybody, and welcome to Level 3 Heat. And you have your girl, Anne, Lala, and Mariah. And we're here to give you the newest podcast in these streets. Now, we created this podcast to provide a platform for young black women's voices to be heard. And guess what? We're those black women. So we're here to chat to you, you know, give you our daily thoughts and whatnot. Um, So basically, I'll just give you the background of how we know each other, yada, 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 since yeah, probably already know. Um, So we all went to UMass Dartmouth, class of 2018. I majored in finance with a minor in international business. And I followed Anne in business and majored in marketing and management. And you can find me on the other side of the campus, bioengineering, black girls in STEM. (laughs) All right. And yeah, so we've been rocking with each other ever since. But enough about us. It's time to enter the hot topic of the day. And to explain what the hot topic is, the hot topic is the main idea that we'll focus on for our episode. So today we'll be talking about, drum roll please, rejection. Have you been rejected before? Yeah, I've definitely been rejected. Um, I think I've been rejected in different parts of my life, whether that's relationships or an opportunity or, you know, just an individual rejecting me. I feel like it's come in waves. Yeah, I think it's it's everywhere. It's part of life. It's coming fast. It's coming heavy. Um, I think you get rejected from when you're first born. <laughs> when they tell you. <laughs> the eviction notice. <laughs> they say, you got to get out this womb. <laughs> when your parents tell you you can't have something, it's like, damn. And you keep feeling that. You keep feeling it up into your adulthood until you're on your deathbed. When it says, life is rejecting you, you got to go upside. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's only Sunday. I need you to get it together. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, rejection, it comes in different forms. Um, I've definitely been rejected, and it's not a good feeling. And that's what we'll be talking about today, rejection in its many forms. Which brings me to my favorite part of our episode, In the Kitchen, where we just go in and break down the hot topic, whatever that may be, and we just kind of deep dive into what we here in pop culture and what we're experiencing in our lives. So I got a question for y'all right now. What are some instances or experiences of rejection that you have had in like a relationship? Um, I think that's come about in like many forms, whether it's like complete total rejection where it's just like you don't mess with that person anymore. And then there's smaller instances where you feel disregarded from the person mm-hmm. where it's like you're not completely like you guys are talking more or something like that. But it's like, oh, I wanted to hang out with you today. Not today. That's yeah. even a small form of rejection. Mm-hmm. And like I think we take it at different levels. For me personally, I feel like I take rejection even harder from like a friendship level because I feel like with your friends, you create even almost like deeper bonds with your friends. Like right. They've been Definitely. there through like the thick, the thin. Yep. And it's like, when you start feeling rejection from your friends, it's like, damn. Yeah, yeah like, your friends are supposed to be the people that you kind of go to for advice or, like, if you're feeling down, 
you lift each other up. Like, that's what we do with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whenever we feel sad or something or we're stressed about, like, work or something, we go to each other and we tell each other about it. And, you know, we need just, like, words of affirmation and just, like, encouragement. So, like, They're if an you're not... of us. Yeah, like, so if you're not meeting my needs and you're rejecting them, then I see no reason to, like, continue the friendship mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that. And I just think, like, you know, when we think about family it's the same thing whether we want to have more of a relationship with someone in our family and they're mm-hmm. not trying to receive what we're trying to give that can put a damper on just your overall like personality just like knowing that all right this family especially by blood we're supposed to be at this level and we're not yes. that type of rejection leaves people scarred where we have people out here in therapy so i definitely think like these different levels whether it's a friendship or someone you're trying to date or family like they hit you in different ways so i definitely think it's a big a big life change if you get rejected Mm -hmm. and even with the dating thing i mean personally with dating i feel like i don't take it that deep because you know options are many (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we're still single But um, it's just, like, I feel like it only, like, for me, it hits home when, like, you really like that person. Like, you spent so much time with them. You actually developed a connection to them. Mm-hmm. And y'all motherfuckers be wasting time. You, like, you yearn to be around them. You yearn to have a conversation with them just to be in their presence. Right. And y'all don't be texting back. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't that motherfucking busy because I seen you liking stuff on Instagram. I looked at the feed. Lala, I you don't respond either, so. Hmm. Right. <laughs> Lala don't be answering texts or nothing. I'm just a poor texter. But if you call me, I'm guaranteed no, to pick up. No, she don't pick up phone calls either. That's another topic. She don't pick up phone calls texter. What does that mean? That's invalid. <laughs> exactly. But right. that's a topic for another. You know what? Right. It is. Episode. It is. You know what? We're not going to get into that. But yeah, like, just relationships. Really, um, I really take that, like, to heart. Because I give, like, 110% when it comes to, like, a relationship. Like, if I'm dealing with somebody, which I'm not, by the way. Still single. Um, I'm a single lady. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so, like, if you're not giving me that energy back, then what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why am I wasting my time? And then you really expect me to still be around? Like, are you dumb? Are you dumb? dumb, 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 dumb? (laughs) I think it's, like, how you said, they want you to be there. But they don't give you that same energy. It's because these young men, hmm, let me watch my word, <laughs> um, they want to feel wanted. But what about I want to feel wanted? When you make me feel unwanted, that coincides with rejection. Okay? Mm, say it again, sister. And it's just like, overall, we keep on just seeing this repeating theme of rejection in our life. And honestly, personally, truthfully, I feel like, um, you know, people could say what they want to say, but I feel like as black women in the United States, that seems to be a crown that is on our head. The rejection. Yeah, I can't even speak because I'm hurt. (laughs) Um, We constantly, constantly, in so many forms, but guess what? We're still resilient, mm-hmm. okay? My crown is still shining, even though it says rejection. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, like, that's another piece of it. Like, whether you are talking about um, a relationship or family, that response to how we deal with the rejection speaks to our resilience. So, like, for example, with family, like, 
you know, I may have a family member that doesn't want to receive, but it's about my efforts and how I choose to move forward with that person. Mm-hmm. Am I going to let that bring me down? Am I going to change my effort and how I reach out to them? Like, it's about how you deal with the rejection and not letting it consume you overall. So, like, with family, you know, that's how I look at it. Now, with relationships, how I respond to that type of rejection may be com- completely different. As black women, we need to really start upholding that crown even more and say that we deserve whatever respect that that we need. So again, it's probably, I think, the response. But how do you guys kind of like respond to rejection, whether that's family or... Well, do you feel like it's a heavier like failing of rejection when it's from your family compared to like friends or relationships? Yes. I I think it's heavier with with relationships, actually. I hold that one more than family for some reason. What? Yeah, I agree with a lot. I feel like, to me personally, I know people are family, but at the same time, it's like, people are people. Like, you respect me, you respect me. Relationships are relationships. And it's like, yeah, these are the people that were born to your family, but at the same time, mm-hmm. they're still people. They're still human beings. I'm a human being, too. But I feel like when it comes to family, like, your family's supposed to ride for you no matter what. Like, people... Like, when it comes down to blood like i'm choosing blood over anybody else like that's just me but do they though because it's like one of those it's like one of those common sayings like blood is thicker than water no like we're family because we are but it's like we're friends by choice kind of thing like you we made me blood but i see people getting (laughs) getting shitted on by family every day so that's well that's something like i personally struggled with like for me i try to keep individual individual relationships with my brothers but like trying to get them all together is something I struggle with because like nobody has a real relationship to each other in my family right so it's like me I feel like Captain Save-A-Ho I'm always having my cape on like Mm -hmm. trying to get everybody together and so when no one wants to come together it hurts me even more because like I see other people with their families like you know, bonding, going on vacations and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, so why can't my family do that? Mm -hmm. That's what, like, I go through. Mm. I think with the relationships, though, like, with boys, it it hits me with, like, how I... Yes, it hits me emotionally, but it hits me physically. Like, oh, is there something physically wrong with me? With, With, like, family, like... They're rejecting me just on the basis of, like, my personality. Not because, like, oh, I'm going to add in rejection because of her looks. I'm going to add in rejection because of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, now there's, like, I have to question more with a guy than I do with my family. Because it's like, oh, we're not vibing because you just don't fit my personality. But it's like with a guy, oh, you don't fit my personality. And you may think something's, like, physically unappealing to you. So it, like, hurts Mm -hmm. different. Hmm. That's very But there are instances, like, with family, like specific family members like parents or something like that that or like guardians you feel like there's certain parts of your life that you want them to be there for or something Mm -hmm. like that so then when they don't show up I feel like that's another form of rejection you want them there for your graduation your little games award ceremony stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it's like they're not present and that almost feels like a form of rejection so that could hurt more yeah and it's like it's embarrassing because it's like say I'm in a relationship right and I have a baby shower or something like that and only two out of like all six of my brothers come only two of them show up then it's like that's fucking embarrassing because like why can't you support me 
in this big moment mm-hmm. in my life. You get what I'm saying? And I like, guess you'd still have to ask the same question. Like, why did they not want to come for my baby shower? Like, why did they... What was, like, the reason that they didn't want to... If they're not going to be here for me, at least their nephew. That's You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I guess there's, like, levels to this. Okay. And then, you know, because rejection has many faces, um, how do you guys feel about rejection, like, in the career field or education when you don't get that job you wanted, you don't get accepted into that school you wanted to get into, that thing you just been dreaming of. So how do you guys feel about that? I definitely think, um, I mean, right now we're in our prime rejection years. <laughs> yeah. In our early 20s, we're just getting rejected left and right. You know, we come out of school thinking like, Oh, we're top of the line. Like we just spent four years of our life, like giving it away to books and professors. To Sally May. To first Sally May and and Navient, you know, all that. We're supposed to be getting, you know, our fruit. We're supposed to be getting our coin, and oftentimes it's not like that. So um, I know for me, I spent so many months. I feel like it was forever applying to jobs and just not even getting a person to tell me I didn't get it, just a computer saying you didn't get it. So, like, I think that in our 20s right now, we're feeling the rejection career-wise the most because we're so fresh out of, you know, a new... We're fresh out of college or, like, we spent a, some time off and we're trying to figure out how do we make ourselves present to the workforce. Like, mm-hmm. I think job-wise, I'm, I'm feeling it now. Well, for me... Definitely. I have felt a lot of rejection for jobs. Um, After graduating from UMass Dartmouth, um, I applied to so many jobs. Like, I was literally online just trying to find anything, like, anything. I went through temp agencies and everything, and it was just like, okay, so why aren't y'all hiring me? Because I definitely have a degree, number one. Number two, why aren't y'all trying to pay me the money that I deserve? Because I definitely have my degree that Mm -hmm. I worked for for the past four years. It's like... What, like, I, I just, I don't get it. Do? What the hell can you go? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's just not fair. And I still don't feel like, obviously I'm still in my early 20s, but it's like, I, I feel like I should be further than where I'm at right now. And people keep saying, oh, you still have time. Like mm-hmm. the people at my job, oh, you're a baby. You still have time. Bitch, no. <laughs> you don't have the time. That's why you keep saying it. Just stop. No, I'm not trying to be stuck here like you, number one. I want that money here and money now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Run me my bag. Okay? Run me my check. Um, <laughs> I think for me, like, <laughs> um, for me, starting like even when we were applying to colleges, I didn't necessarily have a dream school. Like that wasn't necessarily a thing for me. I just knew I wanted to go to college, and I got into college. <laughs> um, you know, I helped that UMass Dartmouth was paying a lot of those bills. But um, then moving forward from that, like I feel like I was pretty good academically. Like. Overall, you know, dean's list, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that again. Hold up. Say that again. Um, what? You was on what? Dean's list? A-E-A-N. I was about to get on Chancellor's, but, you know, I decided to take a break. But, no, but, like, it was coming towards senior year when when it started getting real tough. When you start looking for jobs, when you hear your classmates Oh, I got into this yes, internship. I got most. into that. And it's like, whoa, it's like, I didn't even hear about that. <laughs> right. And we in the same damn class. 
And then, like, I think the biggest thing that hit me hard was I went to the Nesby conference. If no one knows what Nesby is, it's the National Society for Black Engineers. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we went to this convention. It's basically like a gigantic job fair that caters to people of color. You know, other people can be there too, but <laughs> it's for um, But we went, you know, we're talking to people. I hear people getting all these job offers, 80K a year, 90K a year. And guess what? Manasi, nobody look for me. <laughs> First of all, I, I want to see that number in my contract. Okay. And like that literally, like I'm like, it's senior year. Like it's April. Like I'm about to graduate in May and I don't see no one looking for me. Like what is going on? Like I literally felt like, damn, did I just like, am I failing now? Am I like, I'm really getting rejected by all these places I could work for. Yeah. And I think. I mean, as a, just because I know us, but as a collective, we've been able to bounce back and respond to that rejection. And it's just about moving forward with your education or your career. You don't really need to be stuck in one place. And I think that's just a decision we made because we could have quit. We could have settled for something we don't want. And maybe we are settling right now. Settling, yep. Yeah, maybe we are settling right now, but we know that it's not the end-all, be-all for whatever that is. So it's the same thing with school. You know, you keep applying to the school you want to go to or you find a place that fits you. And the same thing with your career. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with what you're saying. But, like, in dealing with all this, how do you deal with the rejection in your life? Like, what are the steps to not dwell on, like, these feelings constantly? Like, what would you, what do you guys do? Um, well, what I used to do is, like, I feel like in instances of rejection, I would just ignore it. Or, like, act like it didn't bother me. Or just, like, you push it down. Mm-hmm. But I feel like moving forward, you need to accept how that made you feel. Like, you need to mm-hmm. feel it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, don't be in there too long. But, <laughs> but you need to, like, how did that make you feel? Remember it. So that when you come to this instance again, you know how to deal with it. And you remember mm-hmm. how it made you feel so you don't feel that way again. But um, I think you have to learn from it. Like, it has to be a lesson. And I don't think it should tear you down. I think, hmm, this job didn't want me, so I'm going to look for somewhere else. And maybe that opportunity wasn't meant for you to be there. That's right. That's a fact. That person wasn't meant for you to be in their life for the long run. Maybe that instance, it was just that season. Y'all learned from each other for that, and now you're feeling that rejection because God said, sis, you need to go. (laughs) (laughs) The time Um, is up. And I feel like that's how you have to deal with it. Obviously, you're still going to feel some type of way. There's no way for you to be like, oh, like, rejection. Like, oh, I don't feel no type of way. Da-da-da. Oh, da-da-da. I'm a bad bitch. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) You feel some type of way, feel it. It's okay. You don't need to be, you don't have to break down in front of everybody. But if that's what you want to do, you could do that too. Personally, I'm not that type of person. But I feel like you have to feel it within yourself. You talk to people about how you feel about whatever the case is or that Mm -hmm. form of rejection. And move forward yeah i would have to agree with you Mariah. i think that um i'm real spiritual so i'm gonna break it down but i think that rejection is god's wake-up call to um to something that needs to change in your life Mm -hmm. it is something's about to happen or you need to change something or you need to consider why this got why you got rejected or why you're in this rejection space So I look at it as an opportunity to grow. Like if I didn't get rejected from that finance company that wanted me, or if I didn't reject that finance company that wanted me, I wouldn't be like working in tech where I'm like actually happy right now. Or if I didn't deal with 
that guy rejecting me, then I wouldn't know my worth today. So mm-hmm. I feel like understanding that what that space is your opportunity to learn about yourself or learn about your environment or learn about, you know, the next step you need to take. So I don't know. I think just understanding that you'll get out of it makes half the job done. Yeah, but like when you first feel the rejection, it like hurts the most. So the first thing I do, I call my best friend Indigo or I text yahoos in the group chat. And I'd be like, listen, this is what happened and this is how it went down and this is how he did me dirty, blah, blah, whatever. But like once I hear the feedback and you guys like tell me, you know, it's going to be okay, blah, blah, blah. Like clearly it wasn't meant for you. Sometimes you just have to accept it as it is. And when the next situation comes around you know exactly like how to deal with it it. yeah Mm -hmm. and like the steps you'll take and what you'll do and what you won't do and what you'll deal with and what you won't deal with so Mm -hmm. that's basically what I do like I always go to my friends first well first I think about it in my room I'm just like y'all fucking (laughs) playing with me um and then I text my friends I'm like listen to this like this is the dumb shit that I just went through like tell me if I should really be upset about this or if I should just like move on and then yeah, put me in the right place and, you know, move on. Sometimes you got to pray on it because the mm-hmm. Lord is always here. For always me. good. Every time. <laughs> so, amen, <yeah>. amen. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one more thing I'll say is I think everyone has a different form of dealing with rejection. And you have to deal with it, too, for yourself. Like, you have to do it. And do not listen to social media. Oh my god. But there do be some people that be spitting facts, no lie. But some people it's just like they're really chatting and you're listening to yes. the chatter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they trying to sound philosophical and it's like shut the fuck shut up. The fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. It's so aggravating. Like stop acting like you know everything. Mm-hmm. Only you annoying. can be the storyteller of how you deal with things in your life. So like if I'm gonna live my life, I might as well live it the way I want to and mm-hmm. deal with like shit the way I want to. I agree. So now, guys, we come almost to our end. We're cooling down. We turned off the stove. You know, we put the fan on. Get the grease out the kitchen. Um, we're going to tell you guys our last thoughts. We're going to give you guys our takeaway. This is what happens in the cool down. So from everything we talked about today, um, I think my one takeaway that I have for you guys is do not let rejection crumble you, but let it humble you. Mm. That part, snap, 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 snap. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else that you want to tell our lovely listeners? Um, for me, um, don't let rejection get you down. We get rejected every motherfucking day, okay? <laughs> like, seriously, you just have to find a way to cope with it. You have to find someone you can actually speak to, because I know therapists are expensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just find somebody that you can confide in, um, if you're comfortable with that and just try and talk your feelings out because it's no sense like keeping all those feelings bottled in. Like it just, you, you have to talk it out in order to get past it and move on to bigger and better things. And I would say my takeaway is understanding that 
rejection forces you to have a reflection on your life, mm-hmm. to really think about what you're about to do next, what this actually means, and does it really even have to change me? Does me not getting this job have to change me? Is this man that didn't want me really gonna change my perspective on how much a bad bitch I am? No, <laughs> it's not. So just understand that rejection is just some time to reflect on yourself. And that brings us to the close of our show today. Thank you so much for tuning into our first episode of Luxury Heat. We are obviously so excited that you guys were able to join us today. I can't wait for you guys to hear the next episode. We gonna be cooking. (laughs) Cooking. Stay up to date with our posts on Twitter and Instagram at Level3Heat. We will be having giveaways in the future, so stay tuned. Listen to our episodes and keep supporting us. Thank you so much for listening to us this far. And remember, Remember, if you you can't can't take this heat, then get get out out of the the kitchen. kitchen.